you've really got to really kind of want to really kind of engage and understand people uh, at all different levels, which is fundamentally important. It's about being driven. It's about being passionate about what you're doing. It's about having that drive, that competitive drive to really kind of excel and, and move forward. And it's about leading from the front. You've got to be prepared to lead from the front and show people what good looks like. From Positive Momentum, this is Meet the CEO, a show that takes you behind the scenes of the working lives of people who've reached what some might call the pinnacle of the career ladder. I'm Julie Hennigan, a partner at Positive Momentum, and on today's show, we have the pleasure of meeting Gary Harrison, CEO of Oro. Oro is an eco-friendly blockchain business that authenticates people and assets to help take the friction out of their everyday lives. Oro is trusted by some of the world's largest private and public sector brands. Gary joined Oro in September 2021 as the CEO from BAE, one of the world's largest defence businesses, where he was the MD leading BAE's Global Financial Services Division. Prior to BAE, Gary was the General Manager for Banking and Capital Markets at DXC Technology. Gary's deep and extensive experience and a solid and proven track record in scaling and accelerating growth within the technology sector. Historically working within the financial services arena and has held senior management positions at IBM, Wipro, Atos Origin and KPMG. Outside of work, Gary is a keen sportsman. Whether that be cycling around the world, raising funds for vulnerable children, running the London Marathon, skiing, the list is a long one. And I'm sure a sporting analogy will play out in our conversation today. I'll start as we always do on Meet the CEO by asking Gary, why did you become a CEO? Well, Julie, thanks very much for that uh, uh, introduction there. It's uh, much appreciated. Thank you. Um, you know, I... Um, I'm a strong believer that um, everybody, you know, is uh, has a skill in life, and uh, and people are good at something. Uh, and I think the the real trick is to try and find what that something is. And uh, and for me, you know, having kind of done a, a couple of initial roles earlier on, it became you know quite evident um, that I I just loved working with people. I loved uh, you know engaging with people, uh, motivating people, really getting the best out of people. And, uh, and, and, and really helping to drive a team forward. And you know, I, th I guess luckily and thankfully for me, uh, you know, that was a, an early realization. And, uh, and, and for me kind of really kind of took it from there and, and really kind of traveled you know, upwards to becoming uh, you know, uh, uh, various MDs and, and, and CEOs uh, and leading some very large um, diverse teams uh, around the world. Uh, but I think core to that, is um, you know if I if I really look at you know who I am and you know, you know we all go through these annual appraisals and uh, you know I, and even I have a, a, an appraisal as well you know with 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 my board and there's always a constant theme that come out of my appraisals which is enthusiasm it's passion it's energy it's motivation it's drive it's hard work you know it's being caring and and to be frank I think all of those are, are, are pretty key attributes. Uh, to leadership and and leading a team, and uh, and those are the bits that that I think uh, that I have oodles of, and, uh, and 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 frankly, I think as you as you as you probably heard before, Judy, uh, I think you've got to have a real passion about what you do in life, and uh, and frankly, if you don't have that passion, if you don't have that enthusiasm, 
uh, then certainly I, I wouldn't want you, you know, being part of my team and, and being part of Oro. Uh, but but more importantly, you know, I think I think you need, you need everybody needs to find that passion, that enthusiasm, uh, because life is quite short, and you've got to be genuinely excited when you get up in the morning about what you do. And uh, and that's really what it's been about for me. It's been about you know, am I enjoying? Am I enthusiastic about what I'm doing? And banking and capital markets has been a huge part of you know, my life, my career. Um, you know, I, I, I used to read the FT when I was, when I was in my teens, uh, you know, the markets and the stocks uh, had always fascinated me. You know, what makes a stock move? How does it move up or down? And uh, no great surprise that I moved into this sector. Uh, but also, you know, technology, uh, you, know, you and I uh, went to the same university together, Julie. We, we studied the same course, uh, which is around uh, technology and how technology enables various businesses. And, and that was always a huge passion for me as well. Um, really kind of using technology to really kind of, you know, kind of drive forward, you know, various kind of financial institutions around the world. Uh, but, you know, kind of really inspiring teams to be able to do that uh, for me. And, and really, kind of that's, that's really what, uh, you know, what it's all about and, you know, where I am now, really, and, and will continue to be you know, for many years. And I'm sure you will, Gary, because I would actually second what you said about the passion, enthusiasm for life, because you you always had that in university and I was waiting for you to drop that in rather than mm -hmm. me. But um, yeah, no, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think you're right. It makes it makes it all cool to what you do day in, day out. And I've seen that within your your careers. You've gone you've gone through it. Um, yeah. Just thinking about the days that you you know, the long days that you do work. And I know the kind of commitment that you have to your role, Gary, as well. What yeah. part of your day is sacrosanct and in what is preserved at all costs? Yeah, no, but I think, you know, kind of most people are, are, are kind of creatures of habits, really. And I, you know, I do have this <laughs> set routine, dare I say. And, uh, you know, surprise uh, me. <laughs> you, know, I'm a, uh, you know, I go to bed early and I get up early. Uh, so for me, most mornings, uh, it tends to be a, a workout. Um, so um, I, I tend to do some form of, uh, session, uh, sports session, uh, first thing in the morning, uh, typically around half six, uh, that sort of, that sort of time. And, uh, you know, at, you know, that's a, that's a really important time of the day for me. Um, so not only, um, you know, do I, um, do I kick that, kick the day off with a, with a, with, with quite an intense sports session. And I have a, a service level agreement with myself around it as well. Uh, yeah, a bit like you do with in, in running a business. And, uh, you know, I think, I think there are lots of analogies uh, and overlaps between, you know, effectively having a sporting career and a, and a business career as well. It runs in, the, in a similar sort of format, uh, to be honest with you. Um, but yes, I, I get up in the morning and I'll, I'll do an hour to two hours worth of sport. Uh, but actually, whilst I'm doing that, um, I, you know, I have some, <laughs> dare I say, my best moments uh, when, I'm, when I'm doing that exercise as well. Uh, it really kind of gives me the headroom to think properly, uh, to think more strategically, uh, to plan my day out, uh, and really kind of think through some of those kind of more challenging kind of uh, moments during the day as well, and how I might kind of handle them, and how I might position myself and cope with those with those crunch points uh, that that everybody has, uh, you know, throughout throughout the course of the day. So it's a really important time for me. And, and then what it what it does is I think you know a lot of people 
you may have a, an espresso or a double espresso in the morning, but but no, I will I will just do <laughs> a solid you know hour two hours worth of a worth of a workout, and uh, and that will really kind of power me up for uh, for the rest of the day actually, and it gives me the energy to uh, to hit the day hard and uh, and to drive through it. Um, but you know you know going back to your your introduction there, and I think it's important to to bring this out. But for me, you know kind of. Uh, you know, it's about being in the top, the top five percent, uh, top single percentile, whether it's you know in a business context um, or whether it's in a sporting context. And uh, yeah, the other thing that I that, that's just ingrained into me is my my competitiveness. I'm just so competitiveness, so competitive rather in nature. Uh, I just can't, I just can't help myself. And um, and and actually, you know, from a sporting context, um, and as you as we were just saying at the start there, uh, this year I, I did the London Marathon, and uh, you know it wasn't something I was going to do. Um, I think I saw uh, my wife my wife do it last year uh, for the charity that uh, that I spent a lot of time uh, supporting, mainly from a back office perspective. Maincap uh, gave me a you know a ticket for the 2022 marathon, uh, but I you know I thought well if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it properly. And, uh, and I'm going to give it my all. And uh, I set myself a time, uh, which is a sub three hours, 30 time. Uh, not many people do it in that sort of a time zone. And, uh, you know, when I set off out of that journey, um, I was quite a bit off of, you know, achieving that time. But it's a bit like running a business. Um, it's a bit like running a sales pipeline. Um, you know, through lots of practicing, lots of coaching, lots of training, uh, lots of planning, uh, looking at it, you know, what's your overall goal, breaking that goal down into monthly KPI type targets, breaking it down to weekly targets. You know, you will eventually, if, you do, if you've done the right training, the right coaching, you put enough work and effort and motivation into it, you will get to that target. And for me, you know, running that marathon, I, you know, I probably started off the start of the training you know, with a marathon time of uh, what would have been four and a half, five hours, which which is fairly decent. But I put in the effort and the training and the motivation. I really got that down to a, a sub three hour 30 uh, sort of time there. And uh, yeah, that puts you in about the top about the top 5% of, uh, of all marathon runners. Uh, and for a non-professional kind of runner, uh, it's, uh, I, was, I was reasonably happy with that. But <laughs> Incredible. But you put the same you, you put the same lens on a business as well, and I you know I, I just don't want to be a mediocre uh, leader um, out there. I, I do want to be running a mediocre um, a blockchain technology business. I want it to be the best technology business. You know, I really want us to be delivering some products and propositions uh, that the world, that the market really value and really want, and really makes a difference um, out there to society and the world. And uh, and that's that's really really important to me because if we're not up there in the single digit percentiles in terms of performance and what people want, um, then uh, then frankly I just don't think it's worth doing. Uh, you need to be operating up here, uh, or, or you're doing you know frankly something something wrong. And you know from a team perspective as well, you know um, we we touched upon kind of leadership skills earlier on. But for me, it's it's about how do you bring the best out of that team? Um, you know, what what would you as a CEO, as a leader, need to do to bring the very best out of each of those functions that you have within your team? Whether it's marketing, whether it's finance, whether it's sales, uh, whether it's product development and that CTO role, 
but it's around kind of listening, you know, to your team members, listening to your team, understanding what's going right, what's going wrong, you know, and, and coaching them and mentoring them mm. to really kind of get the best out of them. So we as a whole business uh, can be operating at the very best, you know, and achieving the very best for our customers and uh, and the markets out there. And uh, and there's the there's the two analogies which I, I hope make sense. <laughs> no, they sure do. They sure do. Um, so when we talk, when you talked about, you know, you're, you don't want to be just mediocre leader, you want to be the best, you want the best technology, the best uh, blockchain technology company out there. What's most influenced you or who is what most influenced you, Gary, during your career is, is in terms of the way you lead today? Who has that yeah. been or what has it been? Yeah, I do. I, um, you know, I, I guess I, I, I've always been very uh, privileged and, and very fortunate in the way that I've, um, I've always been surrounded by some really kind of great, talented people. Um, and, uh, you know, whether it's family um, or, or actually whether it's, you know, it's friends. And, um, and I think, you know, kind of, you know, having surrounded myself with, with some, some phenomenal kind of people who have really kind of operated at the pinnacle of their, of their careers as well, you know, I've, I've learned an awful lot from my friends and my family, you know, which have, which have really kind of helped help me with my thinking and, and way forward. So there's, I have to admit, there's, there's not been one person that's, um, that's influenced it. It's been a, you know, a number of people, uh, that, um, that are around me, both, both past and present, uh, that, that have really helped with that, with that thinking and having those coaches and those mentors in life, um, I think are, are genuinely very important. You can't do these things, uh, I think, by yourself. And, uh, and surrounding yourself with great people, uh, you know, almost people that you would you would aspire to in, in, in your own right, I think is is really important, you know, uh, uh, to be able to be able to kind of you know, improve, help improve yourself for, for one of a better word. Um, so really that's that's been the that's been the trick, Julie, I think, uh, uh, around it. Good. It's a good trick. <laughs> um, so you talk, you, you briefly talked about, you know, listening to your team and kind of supporting them and coaching them and bringing them, you know, bringing your team up. And that leads yeah. me to kind of my next question, which is, what do you think is the secret to an effective executive team? Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's, I, I think it's, you know, as I say, it's all about, um, it's all about kind of really kind of coaching and men mentoring uh, that team, really understanding them, uh, really understanding you know, what challenges, what problems they've got, uh, you know, are they, are they really operating at their best? If they're not, then what, why are they not operating at their best? What's the problem? What's stopping them from, from achieving, you know, what, what, what they would want to achieve? I think everybody, you know, most people you'll meet in life, you know, really want to achieve something, really want to be their best, very best at something. And it's about helping them get there, isn't it? Uh, to be that very best, well, whatever that might, may well be. Um, so that's, that's really what it's, what it's about. Yeah, being their best. Love that. In terms of challenges, Gary, because you never shy away from any kind of challenges. You know, you've talked about the London Marathon where you actually really haven't set out to do it. And I remember speaking to you in terms of the run-up to the marathon and achieving a sub three, three, three hours and the top five percent is incredible achievement. And I think you're very humble around that as well, actually. So uh, you know, so well done. But what's what's the next biggest challenge on your horizon? You know, from from if you want to talk about it from an oro perspective, from that kind of perspective or personal, but yeah. what do you see as the biggest challenge on your horizon next? Yeah, you know, um, the, 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 uh, the technology market at the moment, the technology sector at the moment is in a phenomenal place. Uh, you know, I've been in the technology space now for, dare I say, the last couple of decades. We've been through a number of cycles 
uh, and the technology uh, market, you know, cycle one being effectively around the mainframe, uh, deployment of hardware, cycle two being really around the enterprise, um, deployment of enterprise platforms out there, whether it's SAP, it's Oracle, you know, it's a lot of the IBM stuff uh, that went through a huge cycle. The third cycle was very much around kind of outsourcing. Um, and the fourth phase, uh, which we're going through at the moment is around digitalization. And, uh, and I have never seen uh, this cycle uh, mature and move at the pace of which it's moving at. It really is quite phenomenal. And actually, when you look at the, uh, the spend patterns from each of those cycles, the digital cycle has got by far you know, the largest total spend uh, potential capacity out of all of the previous cycles that we've gone through. Um, so because of the pace of which it's moving, because of the pace of which it's pivoting, uh, you know, one of the biggest challenges is really kind of keeping up with the market, um, you know, what the market's looking for, keeping up with the competitors, where the competitors are going, and really kind of spot responding in a very agile way um, to, uh, to where those, those market conditions are going. Um, the other challenge that we have uh, within the technology space, you know, as you, as you well know, is the war for talent. Um, so, uh, you know, the technology market is, is probably one of the one of the biggest sectors uh, and markets out there at the moment. And, um, but there's a huge shortage all the way around the world uh, from a, a, a technology resource uh, perspective. Uh, so you know, the ability to retain and, and attract talent into the business is absolutely critical. So ensuring that workforce uh, that you have, uh, you know, is motivated, they're happy, they're content, they're excited about what we're doing is phenomenally important. But simply getting the right messages out into the marketplace so you can continually attract, uh, you know, new talents into the business is also is also really important as well. Uh, so lots of lots of moving parts really uh, <laughs> that are all happening in a, in a, in a relatively short period mm -hmm. of time. Um, so really kind of, a, a, you know, literally a quarter's worth of a movement is a, uh, is a huge amount of time in the, uh, in the technology space at the moment. So really kind of having a firm view as to kind of where the market is going is, is absolutely critical um, at, this, uh, at this moment in time. And Gary, when you talk about the war for talent and looking at, you know, how you retain them, how you attract them, what's, are you doing anything unique to attract that talent to Oro rather than somewhere else? What you, is there anything you want to share in terms think, of what you do? Yeah, so I think everyone's got a different way of, of, of doing it. Um, and yeah, I think culture um, is, is, is important. Uh, looking at the, the diversity of the team is, is absolutely critical as well. Um, you know, you don't want a, a, an organization that's built with, the, with the, same, <laughs> the same pool of people for whatever better word, having that level of diversity is important. Um, but for me, it's about walking around uh, what we call the shop floor, you know, physically engaging with everyone. Uh, so I'll regularly take time out to, to generally try and meet as many people as I possibly can. It's something I've, I've always done, uh, will continue to do as well going forward, understanding what people are doing. Are they happy? Are they motivated? Really getting that feedback real time uh, around how it's going and then responding. Um, and then we will, we, we will, you know, we're only a small business which is which is rapidly doing but actually i'm a huge fan of doing a third party independent survey as well of um of, of our staff and employees uh to really get that impartial view 
um, around around how things are going. You know, what 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 what's going well, what you know, perhaps isn't going well. What would they like to do more or less of, and really kind of get that feedback and act upon that feedback uh, to take it forward. Um, the other issue that we have in the technology space, and against the backdrop of the market that we've got at the moment. Uh, around the cost of living uh, challenges and issues that we've got, but we've got some huge kind of wage, wage uh, and compensation inflations uh, that are that are happening in the technology market as well at the moment. So really, it's about kind of really being on our toes um, around some of the stress points around compensation, uh, ensuring that we're we're paying uh, our employees you know, the, the 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 amount that we, we should be paying them. Uh, we're not under. Uh, we're, we're not too far over. Dare I say? Uh, but we're paying them the right amount as well. So we're continually mo monitoring uh, the the market um, and uh, are really kind of baselining that with uh, with how we're doing within Oro as well. Uh, because it's important that uh, that we try and help and support our staff as, as much as we possibly can. That's great. Thank you. And just as kind of a kind of a final question, really, and topic is. What are the three pieces of advice would you give an aspiring CEO? So if you were to think about yourself 20 years ago, what would be those three sure. pieces of advice that you would give to somebody? Yeah, you know, sure. sure. I mean, it's, it's not for the faint-hearted. It's <laughs> 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 the, the first point. But yeah, but certainly it can be incredibly, you know, uh, rewarding as well um, uh, with it. But for, for me, it's it's about people. It's fundamentally about people, um, you know, and you've really got to really kind of want to really kind of engage and understand people uh, at all different levels, which is fundamentally important. It's about being driven. It's about being passionate about what you're doing. It's about having that drive, that competitive drive to really kind of excel and, and move forward. And it's about leading from the front. You've got to be prepared to lead from the front and show people what good looks like, for want of a better word, and demonstrate what good looks like. Uh, you know, kind of running a business from the sidelines, uh, from the side of a football pitch as we're going through the World Cup at the moment, <laughs> is not the place to be uh, for a CEO. You need to be, you know, on that field with the team and, uh, and leading it from the front. But uh, but by the same token, you know, against, against that backdrop, uh, I think if there are any inspiring uh, wannabe CEOs out there, then then give it a go, try it. Um, you know, I'm a firm believer, you, you need to try these things in life. There's nothing worse than, than uh, you know, in my view, getting to the end of your career and going, oh, you know what, I should have, I should have done this. And that's probably the worst thing that could probably happen to someone. So, you know, if you, if you have a, a vision um, that, that you'd like to be a CEO and you'd like to be a leader and you think you have those attributes, uh, then my recommendation is do it, uh, try it. And uh, and go out there and uh, and uh, and make it a, a success uh, would be my would be my advice. Great, thank you, Gary. It's been a pleasure, a pleasure as always, and uh, some really good advice throughout uh, the conversation. And I think in terms of your attitude towards life, your career, into that enthusiasm and passion, and what you know in terms of three words, it's just try it, love it. Thank you. Completely agree. No, thank you, Julie. It was uh, great, uh, great catching up again. Uh, enjoyed the uh, discussion. Thank you. Our thanks to Gary for sharing his personal insights. And there are some great pieces of advice based upon his experience over the last 25 years. 
When Gary talks about why he became a CEO, he talks about very early on in his career, he realized that he loved working with people, engaging, motivating, and getting the best out of people. Believing that everyone is good at something and the key is to find what that something is and to coach and support them to be the best they can be. Looking at who he is as a person and bringing his energy, enthusiasm, care and hard work to his daily life, Gary is extremely competitive and never wants to be a mediocre leader. And the key to this is surrounding himself with great coaches and mentors and creating a team that is better than yourself. Gary talks about how sports and fitness keep him focused and his daily fitness routine powers him up for the rest of the day. Focus on activities, whether that be through a business or personal lens to drive and achieve something daily and to constantly be keeping up with the market and competitors. A current challenge for him and his business is for the war for talent and the ability to retain and attract talent. Gary shares some of his guiding principles, focusing on diversity of the teams he hires, being part of the team, listening and responding accordingly, leading from the front and showing people what good looks like and demonstrating it too. And for all those aspiring leaders who want to gain a CEO position, in Gary's words, it's not for the faint hearted, but go for it. Give it a go and make it a success. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our Meet the CEO channel and listen to the other great leaders as they share their experiences and top tips. Look out for the next episode coming soon and thanks for listening.